Welcome to The Contemplative Life. Three pastors, friends, and spiritual companions help us explore spirituality through a contemplative lens. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm Chris Roberts. I'm Christina Kaiser. We're glad you joined us. Hello, it is great to be with you. Today, we are talking about the idea of inner wisdom. And it's this idea that as we engage in deep listening, we discover the inner wisdom of the spirit. And I have to say that this is probably one of my favorite aspects of being a spiritual companion, a spiritual director for others, and also receiving spiritual guidance is as we're talking in the sessions and offering deep listening, it's amazing how each one of us has this inner wisdom that emerges if given the chance to express ourselves. And, you know, I think um, there's a beautiful verse in Proverbs 20, verse five, that says, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. And I just love that idea that our thoughts, our insights are like these deep wells of water and just the opportunity that the contemplative practices have to help to draw out that inner wisdom in us. And so I'd love to just kind of open up the conversation today as we think about inner wisdom, what emerges for the two of you. Yes, even as you open up the conversation, I am thinking about some, I'm, I'm taking classes right now, and there's this thing that is often said, uh, the teachers, that they will say, I trust your discernment. They offer it to the whole group. It's not specifically to me, uh, but it has made me realize how not often we say this to one another, how more often than not, people offer you things to do. Let me give you some advice. Let me tell you, let me teach you. And instead, to have somebody back way off and say, I trust your discernment, this puts a lot of responsibility on you. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, what does it mean then for me to look into that? And so it, it requires this inward journey a little bit in order to embrace somebody else allowing you to have discernment yourself. So I am even just realizing this permission is so necessary to even first start to look inward to find that inner wisdom. Yeah, I really appreciate what both of you guys have said. I really love the image of a deep well and going uh, inside and, and having others along the way. I think one of the things that uh, I've been frustrated with is the the whole notion of not being able to to have someone to draw those things out or to listen because we are in such an advice giving culture, and that's one of the things I appreciate about you know spiritual direction or spiritual companioning is like you can you could just sort of like lay out your story and someone can listen to it. And you can listen to yourself. I really appreciate that. And I think one of the things that comes up for me is this whole idea of paying attention to what's inside as you are making some of your decisions in life. And, you know, I was making a decision the other day, or I was with a group of people making a decision, and we were talking about moving forward and uh, with a particular meet, you know, like, are we going to meet here? We're we going to meet here. And, you know, the two different locations. And whenever I looked at meeting at the one location, I thought there's nothing in me that wants to do that. And then whenever I talked about the possibility of meeting in this other, like I felt lighter. I felt as if, yes, that, that feels more freeing. 
And, uh, you know, I just think sometimes we just have to like, listen to ourselves say what's coming out for me as I, as I think about what it is that I, I want to do when moving forward. And I think having others involved in that process allows you to pay attention to yourself. So I've really appreciated that. I think it's great, Christina, that you're naming that there is a fear, I think, and a hesitation and just the the empowerment that your friend is offering you of, I trust your discernment. What a beautiful phrase. And I think that many times we second guess, like, is this, is this okay that I'm saying this? Is this right? And I think having those environments where we're trusting, you know, and, and again, there are plenty of Bible verses like Christ in me, the hope of glory. There's this understanding that the the living Christ, the spirit of God is dwelling within us. What does that mean? And if, and if, and if that's true, if the spirit of God dwells within us, then of course, the spirit of God is guiding. And, and again, I think that, I think what we're talking about here is also, you know, Chris, you kind of lifted up paying attention to a sensation in your body. This felt light to me. And so I think there's all sorts of cues that we have, whether it's, um, patterns that we see emerging in our lives, or sometimes as we're just talking, I I have this in my own life where like something will fly out of my mouth and it's like, wow, I had never put those things together, but being able to like sort of narrate uninterrupted for several minutes, this wisdom just kind of like spilled out of me. That was just a really helpful phrase that I want to grab. Um, different things like that. So I, I, I think I'm hearing sort of this multifaceted thing of like permission and allowing that to emerge. Which can turn out to be such a big deal, especially with the body, because I think what I've realized over time is how often I, I kind of tamp my body down, right? Like you just stop it. You just knock it off, right? And, and try to power through. So more often now I'm trying to say, okay, why do I feel that feeling in my stomach or why did my heart start to race or why did I feel all this heat come up into my face? Like what's going on here? And as I work with others who are paying attention to these things, um, you know, there might be different things, right? So one person might say like, oh, let me start breathing. <laughs> um, but sometimes it's like getting honest. Like, okay, this thing is there. I'm feeling this way because it doesn't feel right. And I need to get honest that it doesn't feel right. But for years, I used to just try to push through that and ignore that because it wasn't the status quo. Or maybe I thought I would disappoint somebody else and I just wouldn't get honest about it. So part of it is opening up to your own honesty. And I think our bodies do not lie to us, right? I think we can lie to ourselves. We can justify things, but when our body's speaking to us, the body is just, you know, it is giving us reactions. And so if you have the pit in your stomach or your chest feels tight, or when I think about this, I begin to sweat. Those are just natural things that you do. And I think, you know, paying attention to that can be huge clues, you know, and I hear what you're saying. I think we do often power through, but gosh, the body has such wisdom to offer us as well. Yes, I agree. You know, even thinking through areas of, you know, like sometimes we want to power through or like, I feel like we carry a lot of guilt and for, for whatever reason, guilt about maybe not doing this or not doing that. If we pay attention to ourselves, we look at that guilt and we like understand why it is that we're doing the things that we're doing. And uh, I think a lot of people operate out of their decision-making with this notion of, I feel like I have to, or, you know, I I asked someone, uh, what would it look like for you to uh, take more breaks throughout the day to, to go on the walk? I mean, you light up when you talk about being in nature and going on a walk. And the response was, 
well, I would feel guilty taking the time to do that because I have all these other responsibilities. It, it feels frivolous. And so, you know, that, that get, that goes into self-care. I feel guilty taking care of myself or refreshing myself because there's all these other needs out there. That's one of the things that comes up for me as we talk about inner wisdom. Yes. That is such a, a big deal. That, that sense of feeling guilt huge. And it's funny, I'm working my way slowly than I would like to, but this book, The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck, and there are like kind of these core things that we tend to believe about ourselves around um, people won't love me or respect me or I I won't be lovable. Like there's, there's other things behind that guilt. Uh, and so even going back to that body aspect in a different way, though, Sometimes I've started to notice, like, if I'm tired by noon already, like that whole notion of what's giving me life and what's draining life from me. Uh, Sometimes people talk about consolation, desolation, but whatever. If I'm tired by noon on a regular basis, I need to look into that. Why am I so tired after only the morning? And (laughs) what am I doing that's absolutely taking life from me? What changes can I make? If it's as simple as taking a 15-minute walk, it might be something else, of course. But sometimes just allowing our body to tell us something. And I think it's important that we're naming there's, you know, there's the inner wisdom and yet it, it comes out through relationship, through community. And so I don't think we're saying it's this siloed wisdom that we like go off and get on our own and then run our lives. There's a community aspect of this, right? So even asking the questions or when, when we pay attention to the inner wisdom and then all of a sudden I'm faced with guilt or I'm faced with these limitations, I then take that to people that can help me. And so I'm thinking of someone that I meet with and we've been in this beautiful journey together. And um, we've been talking about this concept of like a personal board of directors, right? So like in nonprofit where you have a board of directors. And so um, I was like, what would it look like for you to have like a personal board of directors? And she's really taken this to heart. And so um, she's now seeing a chiropractor and we meet for spiritual guidance and she's seeking out some therapy. And, um, I think she's doing some stuff around nutrition. Like she got some insight on that. And so kind of surrounding herself with, as her body has been speaking to her and some of the inner wisdom emerging of like, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I need rest. I don't know what to do. I feel guilty. These are the avenues in which I can take my inner wisdom to others that can then speak into that and help to draw that out even further and help to, Again, because we can only see a certain angle and we need others to see objectively into our lives as well. So I appreciate that we're sort of naming this holistic communal picture as well. Yeah, I think um, to keep expanding on that, even the confirmation that comes from being in community. So I can say, ooh, I have this quickening, like, ooh, maybe I'll... I'll end with this poem or this prayer or something like this. And you don't quite know why you were kind of going through your materials and this one stood out. It's like a quickening, but you don't really know why. And then somebody says, oh my gosh, that's so meaningful to me. It has all this history in my life. I can't believe that that's what you picked. And so this kind of we confirm for one another that that feeling that we had wasn't nothing. And that kind of helps us want to pay attention to that and want to give voice to that inner, that inner wisdom. Yeah. And I'm drawn to the, to the aspect uh, that both of you guys have lifted up about needing others and, you know, providing space. Like how do you, how do you make space in your life to where you, you can, you can share 
what's going on in your life with other people. And I know there's all kinds of settings for that, but I think some people really, they don't even have the setting for that. And it, even identifying, hey, where can I where can I go to share or to get feedback or to be in relationship with others that are that are doing this thing of listening to ourselves. So I think even like the construct for that, where where can you find that in community it, it is a big deal for people and helping people think through, well, maybe here's a place or here's a place. And I think a lot of times it can be scary because then you have to try something new. You have to, you have to act upon this thing that it keeps arising inside of you. And there's a lot out there. There's a lot of resources for those, you know, that, that want to pursue this as a path. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, having the courage to listen to yourself is probably the the biggest step uh, in the journey. And I think too, to, you know, all, all three of us are either in training or are spiritual companions right now. And so I, I think that that's a beautiful avenue. And I think it's, you know, Christina, to your point of the confirmation that happens and the quickening. And oftentimes in a when you're sitting with someone, it's like, you know, I've noticed that you've used this word five, about five or six times, there seems to be a lot of energy around this word or phrase that you keep repeating. And the person's like, oh, I didn't even realize that I was saying, you know, they're just saying their story or, or sharing what's going on. And they're not recognizing that. Or, you know, as I'm hearing these different things, I'm there, there seems to be this thread that you're naming. And so again, we're not dictating to them what to do, but we're kind of lifting up some of their inner wisdom and kind of putting a highlighter on that or bold. I tell it, tell me more about that type of a thing, which I think just is such a beautiful, beautiful part of spiritual companioning that we've have both experienced and hopefully can offer to others as well. Yeah. Chris, you named it earlier too, right? When we talk about a face lighting up or a face just totally deflating. So we can't see our faces per se when we talk. So we don't notice all that stuff, but someone who is really intentionally just being with you is able to say like you just lit up like a rainbow <laughs> when you started talking about that and that kind of gives us permission to start moving in that direction but it really does take that intentional space because the rest of our lives really people aren't filling that role per se they're doing something else yeah yeah it, it does take intentionality and a, a kind of a big song right now that everyone is singing is we don't talk about Bruno. And for me, that's a metaphor of like, we squash down things. We, we, we don't talk about Bruno. Uh, and uh, I, I think, yeah, you have to begin to explore. You have to begin to, to, to look within to discover some of these things. And we're, we're all lifting up the importance of how community can be super helpful in doing that. Well, what a beautiful conversation. Thank you for exploring together this idea of inner wisdom. Well, this is the part of our podcast where we talk about what we are into this week. So what are we into? I am preparing in a few days for a half day of silent retreat. So not even a full day, but with four kids, I will take a half day. And um, as part of it, there's two hours where we'll have time to explore like whatever our spiritual path strengths are. And one of my like top ones is art. And so I'm getting so excited. I'm going to pull all my art stuff together and see what comes out. I cannot wait. Uh, so 
that is what I am into, getting ready for my retreat and embracing color for all it's worth. Nice. Well, I think one of the things that I'm into is it's spring here and uh, I'm trying to develop uh, more awareness in my life where I'm just sort of more present to the situation or more present to location. And so one of the things that I've really been paying attention to is as I walk past trees, like, is it a bud? Is, is that, is that fresh life coming out or, you know, what, what is emerging as, um, as I'm walking through the world, how can I be more present to it? And this may be a, a spiritual practice, but I'm super into it because, uh, I think I am noticing that we can be a lot more aware to our circ, our, our situation or our locale, it, it, you know, if we just open up our awareness. So spring is a great time to sort of practice this, this uh, awareness piece opening up. Very nice. Um, well, I am into spring retreat planning. <clears throat> so this just happens to be the time of year where everybody's wanting retreats, which is fun. And so uh, I'm facilitating one this weekend and it is actually about our bodies, body, mind, spirit. We have a massage therapist coming. And so like you, Christina, we're going to be exploring the different senses. And so I'm getting together all the, the materials and the good smelling oils and the touchy feely and the art and all of that kind of stuff. And it's just fun thinking about the different ways in which we connect to God and offering retreat spaces for the, the senses retreat. There's a women's retreat. There's a rest and renewal retreat, all the different retreats that have different flavors. And it's just so fun to think about. So that is what I am into this week. Well, thank you so much for joining and listening in. And um, we often invite people to check out our newsletter, which I certainly want to do. But also as we're lifting up this idea of spiritual companioning, maybe you're curious about that and would, would want to know like, what is this all about? I, I'm curious about this. And if that is you, we would love for you to reach out at info at the contemplativelife.net and we can offer a sample session or just chat with you further about that. So until next time, make it a great week. Thanks for listening. Take care. Mm-hmm.